Four Steps to Getting Started with Schema with Johnny Ross. InSearch SEO Podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps scale your business through data and analytics. Hey, it's David. Is Schema an active part of your SEO strategy? Maybe it's something that you were involved with a couple of years ago when you were setting up a new website, but you haven't thought of it much since. In this episode 100 of the InSearch SEO podcast, we're going to be looking at what works effectively in Schema right now. And if you're not actively using Schema, we'll share four steps to getting started with Schema right now. Joining me today is a marketing consultant and fractional CMO who helps companies hone their in-house digital marketing skills. He's a speaker, blogger, podcaster, and all-around cool guy. Welcome to the founder of Fleet Marketing, Johnny Ross. Thanks. Great to be here. Really excited. And the fact that it's your hundredth episode, I mean, that is, I'm, I'm pumped up about that. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, um, Johnny, um, episode number 100, uh, no pressure, but this has got to be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, well, you can find Johnny over at fleek.marketing. So, Johnny, has schema changed much over the last couple of years? Well, I think that I think the uh, awareness of schema has hugely changed, um, but the fundamentals of schema, uh, you know, probably hasn't changed hugely. It's a language, uh, but there's been much more buy-in from the likes of Google, and it's clear that it makes a, a, a very big difference in terms of ranks. Although, having been on a podcast only yesterday talking about this. There is contention around whether, you know, some of the SEO community believing uh, whether schema has a, uh, a positive impact on ranks or not. And Search Engine Journal are saying that it doesn't. However, I strongly believe it does. So what are the reasons for saying that it doesn't? The, um, yeah, good question. And um, it was the, just that there was no categoric proof that there was a, a direct link um, yeah. And yeah, correlation even, and 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 that for me, you know, it, it, we all know that SEO is difficult. There's so many different things that add up to make a difference, um, and um, how and and the thing the thing I suggest is apply common sense. How can it mm, yeah. not make it better? You are adding a, a whole a whole layer of trust, a whole level of detail. You're entering data into the right parts uh, in in Google's database. How can it not, from a common sense point of view? Indeed, indeed. If something isn't measurable, does it exist? <laughs> <laughs> so today you're sharing your top four steps on how to get started with schema. So that starts off with number one, identify the opportunity. Yeah, sure. So this is about understanding, well, I guess understanding your website, first of all. So uh, understanding the structure of it, the different content you've got, uh, all the different aspects of the website, and then considering the different types of schema um, and how you can use those uh, across the different areas of the website. So, it you know, from the really basic level, it's around, well, okay, are we an organisation or are we a local business? Now, if you're a dentist, for example, there is schema for dentists. And it amazes me that I would suggest 80% of dentists still are not using dentistry schema. And that's an ability to be able to say to Google, look, we're officially a dentist. Why why wouldn't you be using it? Um, so the first thing is deciding, you know, looking at local business versus organisation, you know, do I fall into any of the subcategories within there or do I just choose 
choose uh, one or the other and go with that. And that's about marking up things like your logo, things like your um, uh, address, your company name, all that sort of stuff. But then then the next level of detail is, is understanding all the different types of content you've got. So whether it be articles or blogs, or perhaps you've got things like recipes or events on your website, or maybe even job listings, all of these things can be marked up. So it's about identifying the different pieces of content, understanding all the different types of schema that are available, and thinking, okay, well, those are the different things that I could use. You know, for example, even FAQ schema, um, and, uh, and making sure that you've got questions and answers on some of your key pillar pages, marking them up using FAQ schema. Sticking with a dentist example, if you're a dentist and you mark up your page with schema, where is Google going to use that information? Are we talking about giving you greater prominence in something like Google Maps or something else? Yeah, that's the theory. Uh, absolutely. If you're searching for a dentist and, and Google's aware of uh, a number of different websites and some of them are using schema and some of them are using dentistry schema, you know, isn't that common sense, isn't that more obvious that they are definitely a dentist compared to some of the others that, you know, perhaps they're not 100% sure about? We're talking about robots understanding content here, aren't we? And point number two, um, step number two is implementation. So are we talking about simply marking up your most important pages with schema or is implementation something else here? Well, it's how to, it, I guess the, the real uh, key here is how to do it. So I think there's three options in how you implement schema. You've got sort of a, a, an old fashioned way, which is hard code. So that's about uh, wrapping uh, uh, schema around content, uh, it, literally in the code of the, of the website. The other option you've got is using uh, plugins. So there's a lot of plugins available. Some of them are great, some of them aren't. Uh, you know, depending on the website, depending, you know, you might not even be using WordPress, but there's certainly Shopify plugins as well and, and uh, Drupal plugins and Joomla plugins. But depending on how your website's been built and the theme depends on which plugins work and et cetera, et cetera. So it's difficult to, to recommend the best one. Um, but certainly that sort of second option is to use plugins to in implement uh, schema. The third option, uh, which I'm hugely favouring, and, and perhaps a mixture of option two and three, to be fair, but the third option is using tools like uh, WordLift and InLinks. And InLinks is my absolutely favourite tool at the moment. I, I, I just love it. And, and it's a, basically a bit of JavaScript, add it to the website, um, and, uh, and that en enables the code to be layered on top of the website, but loaded immediately uh, at the same time that the, the website's loaded. So um, that's a, that, that makes it a lot easier. Imagine it a bit like Google Tag Manager. So it's, a, it's the ability to be able to uh, apply schema on top of the website and for Google to be able to understand that. So that's what implementation is all about. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I love that. Great um, overview there and um, great recommendation for that tool in links there as well. What if someone is using a WordPress site, for example? So WordPress is still a very, very common CMS to be using. Is there a particular WordPress plugin that you would recommend as well? Yeah, well, th this was what I was sort of insinuating is difficult because it depends on the theme that you've got. It depends how WordPress has been built as to what mm -hmm. plugins work and what conflicts. And And I must admit that, you know, having tried many of them, the the, the it really does depend on the site as to the, which one's the best. I, I'm, I'm really loving, in terms of SEO plugins, though, I'm really loving rank math at the moment, uh, and I'm and whilst Yo whilst Yoast is uh, is, is certainly um, uh, 
uh, up, um, d- delivering a lot at the moment and, and really building more into the plugin, uh, Rank Math, I think, is overtaking. And, and there's an element of schema that you can apply through Rank Math. Um, but yeah, the, it's difficult to pinpoint. I, I avoid recommending a, a particular plugin because some of them just do not work on certain website, WordPress sites. So, so do you mean not work in terms of not injecting the schema correctly on the web page? Yeah, they can conflict, and and the, and one of the biggest issues you've got is that if you implement it incorrectly, you end up marking up the wrong parts of the content, right. and, okay. and and that's when you can cause bigger issues. So it's it's so it's around making sure. Well, in fact, that takes us to step three, I guess. But um, but it's around the making sure that yeah, I, you implement it correctly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Okay, so essentially, what you're trying to say is. Don't just use a plugin or a third-party tool and then assume that it's doing the job correctly. You have to get in there and check your source code. Um, Absolutely. Number three, yeah, verify the implementation then. Yeah, it leads us very nicely to number three, doesn't it? And and number three is all about verifying the impl- implementation. And there's uh, a couple of really simple ways that you can do that. So there's a, uh, a validator tool that Schema has. And all you do is if you Google Schema validator, you'll, you'll get to it very quickly. Uh, input the uh, URL of the page that you've uh, injected Schema into. Um, and very quickly, that will show you uh, what schema is on that page, what what rich data there is available on that page. But the great thing about it is it will highlight any errors as well. So it'll highlight uh, where you're missing properties or perhaps there's a, an invalid uh, um, data in a particular pro- property. The other thing to bear in mind here, and this is sort of part of, op- of step two and step three, is that Google has a number of guides on implementing schema. So for example, FAQ page schema, um, job posting schema. It's very, it's absolutely worth reading their guides because they've got some sp- specific stuff about the best ways to implement. Um, and then the, and then when it comes to validating, uh, you can then check on Google's uh, guidelines in terms of the properties of, of each one uh, that they need. So for example, a job has to have a salary as an example uh, marked up, otherwise they're going to ignore the job. And an event has to have a date, for example. So, so some, some really simple stuff, but some of the things that you might not have thought about. And then the second way of verifying schema is using Search Console. So ensuring that you are verified inside Search Console, uh, if you then have a look at the enhancements area in Search Console, as Google indexes uh, the schema, you'll start seeing more uh, enhancements being uh, populated inside Search Console. You can then dig into those and have a look at if there's any issues, whether they're valid or not, and really understand if you've achieved what you were hoping you were going to achieve in, in step one, which is working out which schema you're applying to which content and step three enables you to actually see if that's worked or not. And one other follow-up question in relation to verifying the implementation, is it possible to also use software to identify other opportunities that you may have missed? So you may have correctly marked up uh, the content that you intended to mark up, but what about identifying content that could be marked up, but you have, you have you weren't aware that there was schema available for that? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I'm not sure I know the answer to that. Although to, to feed into that, you can run a tool like scheme, uh, Screaming Frog on the site, which um, which 
will analyze the entire site from a, a schematic point of view and put the whole thing into into what may as well be called an excel sheet to make it really under uh, really easy to understand what you've implemented in terms of opportunity um i think that's a really good question i i don't know if i know the answer to that um and because because i think maybe there is an answer but i'd struggle to understand how it would work because the problem the reason scheme has been built is how does a robot know what that content's about? So, you know, it's obvious to us looking at a recipe that we can understand as a human, we can see the ingredients, we can see the cook time, we can see the the the, the picture of the the uh, uh, the, the title of the, 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 the dish. Um, but is that obvious to a human? And so, I, I, yeah, I'm sceptical as to, as to how, how good software could be doing that. Okay, okay, great. Well, if you're listening to this and you're on Twitter, at Rank Ranger, if you've got any thoughts in relation to that, what tool would you use to identify what content specifically you should be marking up with schema? Uh, bringing us up to number four, and that is measure success. Yeah, sure. So um, in terms of measuring success, that's around understanding the, the key metrics that schema can have an impact on. And one of the... You you know, going back to what we talked about right at the beginning, search engine uh, journals saying that, you know, there's not a direct correlation in terms of a rank, but there is a direct correlation in terms of, for example, a review snippet or, for example, a an FAQ snippet. Now, how can you then not say that you're getting... Uh, that you're not getting more impressions, more click-throughs. Well, of course you are. Uh, and so uh, as you then drive more clicks, more impressions, uh, you get more engagement on the site, that of course is going to have an impact on the on the ranks. But going back to how you measure this, so it's the it's it's what are the key metrics? So the key metrics of in in, in you know back to basics on SEO uh, would be things like ranks, things like impressions, things like impression share, more importantly, uh, and things like um, uh, click through rate. So a lot of that data is available in Search Console. Um, but certainly using, for example, uh, SEMrush as well to be able to look at uh, uh, traffic sh uh, uh, rank share uh, and to be able to look at uh, impression share uh, and getting a, a sort of a wider picture. So it's about analysing the results and, and having implemented Schema on many sites, what I can absolutely say again, against Search Engine Journal, is that I've not seen a single site where the impressions haven't increased quite dramatically from simply implementing some basic schema. So let's finish off with the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. So what's one SEO activity you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? Well, I guess I've got to say schema. However, moving away from schema just for now, uh, I think it's real back to basics. And some some people uh, listening, you know, or, or, uh, or watching this might, uh, you know, think this is a bit old hat. But keywords, I think just really understanding your audience, understanding what they are actually typing into Google and make sure that you implement that phrase, that particular keyword in the right position on your page. So, you know, are you using it in basics? Are you using it in the URL? Are you using it in the in the headline? Is it marked up as a H1? Are you using it in the subheadings? And, and you know, I'm not talking about keyword stuffing. I'm just talking about some real common sense. Do you want to be found for, for a particular thing? Make sure you're bloody talking about it. Great thoughts, great <laughs> thoughts. And uh, it's very easy to get wrapped up in the latest SEO 
tech thing, be it schema or be it JavaScript or, or something else that, that sounds exciting and interesting. But I guess if you're not incorporating keywords in your on-page content, you ain't going to be ranking for much. Yeah. And, it, and and the thing is, is that, you know, you, you think of a keyword, but you have you actually thought of how a user might you the the language that the user might use and that's the key thing that that is often uh, overlooked superb stuff well i've been your host david bain you can find johnny ross over at fleek.marketing johnny thanks so much for being on the in search seo podcast it's been delightful thank you and thank you for listening check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the rank ranger platform over at rankranger.com <laughs>